This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. Coming up, we got a double dose of Cork Heft, previewing Cosmonaut Music's first anniversary bash and this weekend's Urban Assault Metal All Dare. This is Horse with Dragging. <laughs> Yeah! 
Baylor featuring vocalist Adam Carroll with Long Gone from their new EP available now on all streaming services and on CD from Golden Discs the lads are currently off touring Russia but will be back on time for Cosmonaut Music's first birthday gig on Saturday March 3rd at the Poor Relation alongside Horse who were just before then there with Dragging you're listening to Red on Red Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday on redfm.ie and Apple Podcasts my name is Mike McGrath-Brien and after last week's electronic heavy episode for Cork Soundfair this week is dedicated to heavy music in Cork We'll be previewing the aforementioned Cosmonaut gig with tunes from featured artists. But first, we're taking a look at this Saturday's Urban Assault all-day metal spectacular at Unspalpeen Faunach on South Main Street, including chats with festival promoter Danny Lee. we got a pair of tunes from local artists playing at Urban Assault. West Cork black metalers Corvona bring to the table a mix of Irish language lyrics and traditional Irish imagery. But first, Parthalon, playing the festival after settling into their new lineup lately in support of fellow post-metalers Ola at the Roundy a couple of weeks back. This is Jerusalem, here on Red on Red.
headlining the Urban Assault all day this Saturday at the Spalpeen Faunach alongside Kildare three-piece Dead Label and Belfast Death Metalers Overoth among others. That track is taken from the Gaelgore Metalers 2014 full-length Dar available online and from the band at the event. Urban Assault has, for the last two years, been a community effort on the part of some determined Cork metalers, looking to make things happen for a scene that's been one of the city's main cultural survivors. Last week, I had a chat with festival runner and following the signs guitarist Danny Lee about how it got started and what lies ahead. Urban Assault uh, is happening this weekend. It's been a bit of a roar in terms of the metal scene in Cork and in terms of providing the Cork metal scene with something of a focus point. How did it get started and I suppose really what prompted you to get it kicked off? Okay, so so initially um, what got it started was a few years ago um, I decided to start promoting because I was in a band at the time and there wasn't a hell of a lot of gigs going on that we could get into so I said, do you know what? Do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll start organising gigs. I'll get my band on some of these lineups, and then as that kind of developed and after I'd done a, a, a few gigs... I was like, okay, this is actually good and it's it's working. So let's let's try something else. Let's try and promote other bands. Um, so we did um, a two day kind of festival in Fred Zeppelin's called In the Pit, where it was five bands on the Saturday, five bands on the Sunday. It was an absolute hit. So what we decided to do is to do an all day event like the Siege of Limerick because you have the Siege of Limerick in Limerick and you have uh, the Temple Moor Metal Fest and and all of these things around the country. But what is there in Cork? Nothing you know, of this of this calibre, of this stature. So that's that's where the, the idea stemmed from and from working together with, with John from Irish Metal Archive, um it was it was made achievable then, you know. And this being the second instalment now, you're beginning to settle a little bit into your groove, um, with kind of the lessons learned from last year regarding logistics, regarding um, you know, runtime etiquette and so on and so forth. Um what is the experience like this time around? Um, well, as I said to you in the in the first take of the interview that got corrupted, unfortunately, there wasn't really many bad points to take from it. So there wasn't really many learning curves because it went so much better than we expected it to. You know, we, you know, naturally if to 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 pay a lot of people to to get something like this done, and we were we were freaking out in case we lost our investment in it, and you know, two hours into the. 12 hour day we'd made our money back we we couldn't believe it so um it's definitely feels like a safe festival for us it feels so much safer than any other gig even though it's the highest cost you know because it kind of has its name now and that's what attracts people to it and on on the metal poles there recently that were done by trevor mccormack on um cranium titanium uh we did come I, i believe either third or fourth for the festivals in ireland for metal festivals and that's after one year um naturally we weren't going to beat the siege or things like that we weren't expecting to but to actually you know actually rank after after one year that's that's amazing so we're just really looking forward to next weekend and you know growing it more and more over time important to the festival's development has been the spalpeen faunach and its surroundings for a heavy metal gig and obviously it's been very very active in the last year or so hosting gigs from Cosmonaut Music, uh, the techno lads, drum and bass lads, etc. It's proven to be a very usable space uh, for a range of genres, but what about the atmosphere? What is the importance of Spalpeen Faunic when you walk onto that pirate deck uh, and the vibe that it gives a metal festival? Um, I think it's just the, the, the characteristics of the building itself, you know, the big stone walls and floors and everything like that it's, it's like when you when you go up the, that stairs you've entered into another dimension where you're just going to have great crack for the rest of the night you know mm. um, 
the owners of the Spalpeen have been very understanding with us. You know, some venues haven't been because of, obviously, metal is loud. Um, and some people don't like that, you know, because of the surrounding buildings and so on and so forth. So they've been very, very understanding with us. It was it was going to either make us or break us the very first time we booked a show in the Spalpeen was Urban Assault. So, you know, we started big and uh, they were delighted with us. You know, they, they, I'd say they made a fortune behind the bar so they, they could see what the potential having metal gigs there is. And any time we plan on having a show where we think we're going to fill the place, that's when we booked the Spalpeen. It's just perfect. Like, you know, it's... I wouldn't say it's replacing the Keen, but it's a hell of a great venue to, to make steps towards something like that, you know? And it's interesting that you bring up the Keen as a reference point because there are similarities between the sort of vibes going into Urban Assault and uh, the old Winterfest over yeah. at uh, the Keen. But in that regard, um, much like the Winterfest, Urban Assault is very, very supportive of local bands like you're hosting God Alone uh, Corvona among so many others Um, balanced with imports balanced with bands coming from out of town and even out of the country Um, lads like Dead Label coming down from Kildare uh, Overoth coming down from Belfast and the Cruona coming down from Galway Um, what goes into the creation curation of a lineup and a balance between uh, I suppose maintaining a support for Cork music and you know presenting something new well the whole point of petrified promotions in the first place was to promote local acts there's so many metal bands in the country in, in cork and the rest of the country that exist that a lot of people don't know about and the whole point is getting them out there like i've seen john john in irish metal archive has a has a document with all of the active and non-active bands in ireland like metal bands and You'd be blown away by how many there are. I think it's close to sixteen hundred. It's mental, like you know. So it's just getting those to unite because the metal is just essentially a big community. People who who don't get it, I suppose, think that there's a bit of a stigma surrounding it, and they just don't understand it. But once you get brought into that circle, which is very easy to get into, you know, it's the coolest people you could possibly be around. The coolest music, and it's just it's just a great atmosphere. So, Petrophile is is essentially just trying to embrace that and make it grow in Cork. We want to have bigger shows as the years go on and be booking big bands. But at the core of it, we want our local bands there. So we'll still have our local shows no matter what. And if we do book a massive band, the first thing we'll do is, okay, who's the local support for this? You know, Being involved as intricately with Cork Metal as you are, uh, what's your take on the health of the Cork scene overall at the minute? I think the Cork scene is, is booming at the moment. I, th- I didn't think so a few years ago. And now that could be down to a number of things. It could have been down to my lack of knowledge because I wasn't as heavily into the scene as I am now. Um, or it could have really been not there, you know. Um, but between ourselves and Pyre Promotions and Cosmonaut, bringing in a bit of a heavier side now, I think it's absolutely flourishing. You know, I, I really don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, I remember when I was 14 or 15, I used to go to Krushkin every every Saturday when there was the all ages gigs and I'd like to see something like that happening again you know uh, the keynote does look like a good prospect for something like that that we could get going and I do believe Subtle Beast Promotions has an all ages gig coming up on there as well so that's really great to see so yeah I, I think there's only only room for growth at the moment 2018 is obviously a busy one for you between Urban Assault and the upcoming Mammoth Fest gigs um, how's 2018 shaping up for you how did the Mammoth Fest stuff uh, come along in the first place and I suppose really what can what can people expect 
Well, 2018 for us is really a year of essentially of investment and talking to the right people. Um, we want to just build our contacts for 2018 while maintaining the, the shows we are putting on so that we can, in later years, you know, be much more efficient. Because, um, to be honest with you, I want to make this my full-time job at, at some point. Like, this is my end goal. Um, so, with Mammoth Fest, how it came about is that you have the, your Metal to the Masses competition up in Dublin, you know, where the winning band can go and play Bloodstock. And I've competed in that a few times, and I know a few other bands from Cork who have also. And, you know, it's just when you're traveling up and you're against a load of Dublin bands having the home advantage, I just, I, I don't really agree with it, but there's not a lot of ways to go around it either. So I'm not saying Dublin are doing something wrong. You know, it's just, it's very hard to make up a, an algorithm for a Battle of the Bands competition when you have bands coming from other counties into this county, you know. Um, so our point really was to make a competition uh, where there w- it would be completely non-biased. So even the Cork bands playing the show will not have home advantage based on the way we'll be working our algorithm for the for the judges and everything like that. I was that. about to say, what way are the points weighted this time around now? Well, they'll have, a, I suppose, a little bit of home advantage with the crowd vote, but not as much. Mm. So the crowd vote will be 33% of the mark. The, there will be one independent judge per night as well, which who has no affiliation with any of the other bands. It won't be a Petrofile Promotions member. It'll just be an independent judge who will take another 33%. And on each of the nights, we'll have a band headlining as well, who's also not affiliated with any of the bands playing that night, who will uh, do a judge score as well for the, the last 33%. So we think that is the, the fairest way that it can be done. And once again, we're not trying to like say Dublin are doing it wrong they're not you know it's a great competition they've brought in they've sent loads of great acts to to the UK to play this even bands who haven't necessarily won it like Dead Label they just got spotted for playing the competition you know so I just think this is more effective um, and sure we'll see soon because it's the first time we're doing it so yeah we got, I got in touch on Facebook with Steve Dixon who is the the actual creator of the Mammoth Fest Festival, and he is with Terrorizer magazine also. So we struck up a partnership with Terrorizer, which is great, because great magazine. And I pitched the idea to him. He loved the idea. He had said he had trialed it before, but it didn't really work. So he said he'd give it another go, because he really likes the thought of it. And what we decided on doing between us then is that we'll have the Battle of the Bands competition for Ireland will be held in Cork. All of the heats and the final will all be held in Cork. There won't be anything going to the capital, um, which was on the cards at one point, but I refused. <laughs> and so, and then the other ten heats will be in the UK. The winner of each of the Battle of the Bands will go to play the festival in the UK, um, all on the same stage, and then they'll be decided who the best band out of all the winners is. And each of the promoters, like myself, will be there to spectate and you know judge and whatnot as well. Final thoughts heading into Urban Assault this weekend. Um, please show up. Please, please come. I'd like that. (laughs) (laughs) Red on Red.
Galway folk metalers Nakruna with Shinuk Damnu, followed by Belfast death metal outfit Overoth with Sigil of the Empty Throne on Red on Red here on redfm.ie. Both artists are playing the Urban Assault all day this Saturday at the Spalpeen Faunach alongside a number of metal and alternative bands from around the country. Doors are at 1pm and tickets are still on sale now via Bunker Vinyl on Camden Quay and online at the Irish Metal Archive social media outlets. We go now to Cosmonaut Music's first anniversary gig happening at the Poor Relation on March the 1st which promises to bring together the past, present and future of heavy music in Cork under the watchful eye of promoter and engineer Cormac Daly one of the figures that's made a real difference to the city's changing music scene over the past 12 months, providing a variety of events for giggoers, a real unsung hero. In that spirit, here's a pair of tunes bridging that generational divide. God alone have been making waves in the last year, creating some frighteningly mature post-metal and arguably representing the future of difficult music in the city. But first, Cork post-metal veterans Rest, formerly known as Wretch back in the days, return on the night after an extended absence. This is Rest with Sol Luna Astra.
not alone there with She Was the Sea, taken from their interview EP, up for download and streaming from godalone.bandcamp.com. These lads are playing both the Urban Assault Festival this Saturday from 1pm at Anspalpine Faunuk and the Cosmonaut Music Anniversary Show on Saturday, March the 3rd at The Poor Relation. One of the city's hardest working new bands for sure, so go and support. That's all from this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, share this on your social media, and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. If you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure and listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM, 104 to 106. We finish up with Limrock Math Punkers We Come in Pieces, taking their first Cork excursion in years as part of the Cosmonaut Shindig, right after releasing new album Stop the Rot after a six-year break from studio. We'll talk to you next week.
This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie.